Hey, hey, glad you're here. So we wrap up our summer series on Jesus' commandments today. And maybe the constant bottom line with everything that Jesus is teaching us is this. There's a choice. Just like Adam and Eve were left with the choice of whether or not to eat the forbidden fruit, just like Moses left God's chosen people with the choice, look at this passage. He said, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that your children may live. And just like Joshua left the people with a choice, look at this. If serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Unfortunately, history records people not always choosing the best choice. <laughs> as in Jeremiah, this is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. But you said, we will not walk in it. Our choices don't need to be a gamble. They don't need to be risky or unsure. We do have someone to go to. God didn't write a book and then become mute. He, he is a disclosing creator. He desires to make his will and his ways known. As the psalmist wrote, you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Jesus' commandments, time and again, leave us with the choice. And near the end of his most famous sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, he said, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. I'm not so sure that this gate Jesus is referring to is meant to be understood as the gate at the end of our lives here on this earth. You know, a small gate leading to heaven and a large gate, a wide gate leading to hell. Did you notice that the gate is mentioned first? It's a gate that opens up to a road. It's not a road that ends up taking you to a gate. I think Jesus is talking about choosing the road that you want to travel now. Choosing a path to follow in this life now. Granted, one road leads to really living now and one road leads to really dying now. One path leads to life and living and one path leads to destruction and dying. But the choice is ours to make now. And I think this makes more sense than Jesus saying something like, y'all just somehow make, through, make it through this miserable earthly existence, and then at the end of life, just make sure you choose the right gate. <laughs> Doesn't this commandment to choose the narrow gate that leads to life sound similar to when Jesus said, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. 
Think about the commandments of Jesus that we've talked about this summer. Loving God most, loving others next, giving, praying, fasting, showing mercy, dealing with sin deliberately, welcoming, valuing, blessing children. All of these commandments are about life on earth, here and now. And all of his commandments go against the way of the world, the natural ways of the flesh. Think about it. The wide gate is the way of least resistance. No prerequisites, no conditions, no instructions, no limitations. In fact, there's no worry about missing the gate because it's always right there in front of you. And if you feel like you don't choose, don't worry. By default, you'll choose the wide gate. And the broad road is just the same. Nothing uphill. No effort required. 100% coasting is encouraged and preferred. It's the most popular. It's the most populated. It's the most praise. You won't hear ridicule from the world or criticism or confrontation. Most obstacles will be removed. Guilt, oh my, denied. And comfort is God. Comfort's the goal. And another obvious reason, <laughs> many are on it. It's because of its accessibility and its visibility. It's always open, it's always near, access is easy, and it's always going with the flow. It's always going downstream. There is no need to row. Hey, you don't even need an oar. There's only one negative to the wide gate and the broad road. That would be its destination, where it ends. I mean, it is destruction and death. That's to be found all along the way. Of course, we have that to a stark contrast to another choice. Think, think about this first choice. Where one choice we had three easy parts and one hard part. An easy entry, you've got a wide gate. And an easy travel, you've got a broad road. And you've got easy company, many are on it. The one hard part was that, well, it does lead to destruction. In contrast, the other choice has three hard parts to one easy part in making that choice. Hard part number one is a small gate. It is restricted. Entrance is only through one person. It's a conditional entrance only through faith and surrender to Jesus. Another hard part is the road this gate opens onto. It, it's narrow. It's a tough travel. It's filled with obstacles. It's hard to stay on it. And it's hard because it's a road that has to be found and few find it. It has to be sought after to be found. It has to be asked about in order to be received. It's a door that has to be knocked in order for it to be opened. And the one easy part in making this choice is where it leads. It leads to life. I mean, really living. Exclusive gate, yeah. Hard traveling, yeah. Unpopular with bouts of loneliness, yeah. But experiencing love now, joy now, peace now, yeah. A love that transcends any heartbreak. A joy that remains even in disappointment. A peace that covers even in times of conflict? Question, 
If a wide gate and a broad road is devoid of lasting love and lasting joy and lasting peace and it ends in death, is that worth it? Especially when you consider it against the other option, a small gate and a narrow road, yeah, hardships along the way, but also full of never-ending love, joy, and peace that starts us on a pathway of endless life now? I mean, Jesus is the better choice. Even with lost strength and mountain weights and ocean tears, even when life makes no sense and the fight seems lost, look at the way Spurgeon put it. I have learned to kiss the waves that throw me up against the rock of ages. Y'all, anything is worth it as long as we're with Jesus.